Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotter. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry, my little uh, um, technical um, goodies. Radio hotter. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers and welcome to a special edition of Radio Hot Lap on the go. JP's with me. G'day viewers. And we're right in the middle of Classic Adelaide, cruising past the National Motor Museum at Birdwood. We certainly are, Johnny, and uh, we're just about to uh, run out to Macclesfield for the lunch stop. The guys have got two special stages to do before they get there, so we're just trying to get ahead of uh, some of the cars now and uh, get them as they come into Macclesfield. Apparently there's been a bit of a nasty accident on the previous stage, probably the first or second stage of the morning there. We don't know the full details yet, but there is a, a jag has hit a tree and that will effectively end up delaying the field somewhat. That's what we've heard and uh, I don't think it's, it's on the first of the two stages that we're about to bypass from what I can gather. Well, it's a beautiful day, and the Macclesfield, Macclesfield lunch spot is a favourite with many, many people. It's a beautiful little town, very, very wide streets. In fact, you could run a Grand Prix there, for sure. And uh, it's, it's uh, a couple of pubs uh, opposite each other, and the band will be playing. It, it's just one of the highlights of uh, Classic Adelaide. certainly is, Johnny. It's uh, always been a great day at Macclesfield, and um, I'm sure that they're going to get heaps and heaps of people in there again today. Just recapping on the last few days, well we spoke to you after the prologue at the um, Classic Adelaide which was held around the Adelaide Parklands and uh, Alan Simonson was, was with us on the show. He was indeed and we had a great talk with Alan. Uh, those of you who listened would uh, appreciate how great it was that he was able to give us some time on the show. Alan was unfortunately unable to continue with the event. He had uh, commitments in the GT series with the Ferrari 360 in Phillip Island and um, had to fly back. Um, but I did get an SMS from him at 1.30 in the morning going, are you still around? Well, I was, but I was just asleep. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> he likes to play a bit. So uh, day one, uh, we were covering uh, Mark Bryant and Mick Pinder in the 436 Camaro. We haven't got round to having a little show with them, but I think we're going to be doing that tonight. I believe that that's the, the, that's the scenario, because I won't be there tonight, but uh, maybe we'll uh, delay some of it till tomorrow. Oh, well then we won't be doing a show. Because <laughs> we can't do the show unless you're there. Oh, well, that sounds fair to me. They uh, had a quite a successful day one and a day two. The first day took them out to, uh, towards Gummaraka and uh, Lobethal area um, before coming back into Adelaide. Uh, the second day took them down to Victor Harbour to the, the lunch spot. Yep, the great lunch spot right on the coast of Victor Harbour. Very, very pleasant indeed. Great place for a schoolies week. Uh, well, that's supposedly all that goes on there, isn't it? <laughs> And uh, Ashley Dean. Oh, well, yeah, well, he was apparently there. Um, Rumour has it he was going to be uh, staying the night on Friday night. Rumour has it that he thinks he's not coming back on the show, but he's just misunderstood what we're really trying to say, is that he's available... He, when, when he makes himself more available to us and lightens up and, and gets a bit more pro-Macintosh and stops being so antsy about PCs, well, he can have another go. Well, I think that's a very fair comment indeed. We've actually... 
very nasty emails about what have you got this goose on the show for who's so Andy Macintosh. And that, that, that is not telling any lies. Uh, yeah, we um, had a heathen box specialist, but uh, he'll come back every now and then. So yes, it was a very successful day down there for the boys. Now, the previous year, just to, to give you a bit of a, a frame of reference, they threw so many fan belts in the first couple of days, and that was simply because the, uh, the pulley on the water pump was the wrong size, and it was causing the alternator to spin fast, which made the, 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 the blades of the fan on the, on the alternator splay out and cut the, cut the, um, the fan yeah. belt. And, and it was a bit difficult. I remember at Gamaraka trying to, to find out, have you got a fan belt for a 69 Camaro? <laughs> yeah, and the, the, they also, because of the, that problem, uh, the water pump was spinning too fast and they were actually getting a, uh, the bottom hose was soft and we had to try and find a, uh, a new bottom hose as well for the radiator. That was good fun. But we went to this old garage that used to be a Ford dealership many moons ago and there hanging on the wall were a couple of hoses so we took both of them. There you go boys, ten bucks for the pair. Beautiful. Well that's one of fan belts and hoses. And we ended up taking the spring out of the inside of the one that didn't fit and putting it inside the one that did fit and then cutting a bit off the end and away they went. And here we are on day three, cruising along the road in the uh, trusty uh, Hot Lap Media WRX. What have we got in front, JP? We've got a very beautiful looking uh, Porsche. Um, can't see what model, but it's got one Early of those 70s, late 60s. BFO ironing boards on the back. <laughs> uh, there are some lovely, uh, lovely cars here. It's the year of the Ferrari, and there's been some gorgeous cars we've just seen out there at the Oval at, at Birdwood. Um, a 1966 and 69 Ferrari, is that right? Yes, there was a, a and a 64. We saw a 64 as well uh, with the UK number plates. Um, and the, the UK back then used to put uh, numerical, uh, sorry, alphabets on the end of their numbers so that you could tell what year they were. And that started in 63. And this one was a B reg, so it must be a 64. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? It's not often you can find a show where people can go back in time to, to, to have a bit of a bit of knowledge about the old stuff as well as the new stuff. Well, that's because you don't often find a show where the people who are running it are as old as I am. <laughs> no, he's not really that old. <laughs> not old, old enough. Look, and there's people waving to us as we travel down the street, little boys there with it. I mean, beg your pardon. <laughs> can you say that? <laughs> little boys, I didn't know you were like that. I'm not. We'd better edit that bit out. Yeah, we don't edit. Van Rust is uh, with us today, as Rust always goes on Classic Adelaide. She's hanging out the window there, and people uh, just love a red sausage dog, don't they? Oh, absolutely. The, the, the dog's been getting more attention than we have. <laughs> well, that was the same as last year. Yes, it was indeed. In fact, in fact, we actually made a Christmas card and sent it out to everybody with, with Rust on the front with her media card on. We did indeed. So we're turning uh, on the uh, Lobethal Woodside Road now, on the way to uh, Macclesfield via Harndorf, where we will no doubt be having a glass of Bendbrook Rosé, as we did last year as the band played. And I had a chat to the winemaker, and he said, oh, I love a rosé, but you always got to give it another couple of points of octane. So he's made it really quite a strong brew. It was indeed. I, I, I did actually. I was driving last year, so being the responsible person that I am, I didn't have any, and John just got, you know, maggoted. Speaking of maggoted, we had a bit of a night last night at the Hilton. In fact, uh, that the Hilton was uh, after we'd had a bit of an evening on the 
get a footpath at Gucci Street. The cars were all there on show for everybody to see. It was just, it really is a spectacle. You, you, Classic Adelaide is really one of the most wonderful events because Adelaide just is so relaxed. It's, it's nice and flat, it's easy for people to get around. It's got all the Chinese restaurants there. And I mean, we had 12 of us eating dinner and, and drinking to our hearts content and come, come, the bill comes under $300. It was certainly a uh, top night indeed and to be able to sit there in that atmosphere with just so many people wandering around and you're at, you can reach out your arm and touch the cars virtually, it's just an absolutely fantastic evening. You can touch the cars but they ask you not to. Well, I didn't mean literally touch the cars, Josh. Saw uh, Pete Brock uh, yesterday there and um, we both you and I had come from the... Um, the Clipsal 500 Adelaide 2006 launch, and uh, no doubt people will be finding out about the, the, the sensational and controversial video that has been uh, put out there. They w won't be making any friends in, uh, in with Tony George from the Indianapolis uh, Speedway, nor with um, our friends in or previous friends in Melbourne. <laughs> You're quite right there. I would think that the uh, Premier Brax on his uh, cohorts will be a bit shitty. <laughs> Ron Walker, that's right, might be a billionaire, but uh, you know, that doesn't save you. No, it doesn't indeed. Not when the Clipsal 500's rolling on and just going from strength to strength year after year. So yeah, I was talking to Pete and I said, mate, have a look at this uh, thing here on the iPod. Dragged him into a little Chinese supermarket because he was going to get, you know, autographed to hell. And have a look at this video and he just, he loved it. He watched it a couple of times and said, oh, that's a great piece of video. So um, if you're interested to find out where it is, uh, just log on to clipsal500.com.au and down the bottom you'll see the uh, download the video trailer. You can watch it on screen there or you can download a version for your iPod. You can even get a copy of it from the Apple iTunes Music Store. Just go to the uh, launch iTunes on your Mac or PC. If you don't have a copy, you can download it from apple.com slash iTunes slash downloads. You do not need an iPod to have this, and the iTunes is free. Um, log in, make sure you've got the Australia Store up. You can find that at the bottom of the bottom of the screen and click on podcasts. You'll probably find us there under sports. Look for the Clipsal 500 logo. If you can't, just type in Clipsal or Clipsal 500 or Adelaide or something like that, and uh, it'll, up it'll come and you can download it. You're quite correct there, Johnny, and excuse me, but I think we've uh, taken the wrong turn. Well, I uh, have a feeling that you've taken a wrong turn too, because you see you were following the car in front, and that's just typical. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> now, where are we going? Well, that's what I'm just about to pull over and find out. But we always make a mistake. We do. Um, this will be the second one in three days, though, so we're not going too badly. Uh, uh, Gary Baxter and uh, Charlie Kovacs from the V8 Ute Series were present yesterday at the function and um, at the Clipsal 500 function and uh, we all had a couple of sherbets together and it was it was really uh, really quite a nice time. Charlie um, was um, in a bit of hot water uh, from uh, apparently and this is you know uh, innocent until proven guilty unlike some uh, people tend to sort of see it that uh, he might have been using some illegal fuel, but that that is not proven, and um, so we would uh, have to err on the side of caution. And him being an Adelaide bloke, we sort of be on his side too. Oh, the dog stinks! <laughs> Can you put that in? <laughs> we don't edit. It's the toxic. Oh, no, we're all right. We're we're on the right road. It's the toxic turtle. We just got to get into Kerry Gully, the the four T's. <laughs> okay, do it without trying to cut this car up. Well, I don't think you'd be very happy with Let's me. Let's get behind someone else who's a bit interesting and then we can tell a story about it. Just wait for another race car oh, to go down here yeah. and we'll find something interesting to talk about. Yeah, but um, saw the boys there yesterday and uh, 
uh, Gary Baxter will have uh, a very, very interesting co-driver with him uh, next uh, year at the uh, uh, um, from the V8 Supercar Series, a New Zealander, nonetheless. So we can't say anything until he sends that release out to us. But uh, you can sort of do your maths and figure out how many New Zealanders there are in the field. And uh, and Charlie will also be driving with a New Zealand V8 current V8 Supercar driver as the um, V8 Ute Series heads to Manfield near Palmerston North the first weekend of February. Indeed it does and uh, I think that's going to be fantastic for the series and also the fact that they've got local content as in uh, new Kiwi drivers uh, should actually promote the event very well in, in New Zealand and get the New Zealand public on site and we're still waiting for another interesting car to come past. Got up a little bit late this morning, but that was only because we got to bed late. Um, yes, it was it was a bit of a night in there in town, and everyone was, was very much enjoying themselves. Uh, we've decided we're not going out for dinner tonight. The boys are all coming over for dinner, and we shot up the road to feast and got some of the most wonderful uh, wing ribeyes from the uh, uh, Kurong Angus Beef Shop. And uh, it was interesting to note but, uh, that they are uh, a whole bunch of really interesting uh, interesting um, uh, restaurants that they come from. Can you remember some of them? Yeah, well, um, in Adelaide here we've got a very, very uh, famous sort of steak restaurant which is called the Cork and Cleaver. I know they supply those. And uh, the Salopian Inn at McLaren Vale, for oh, any of yes, you who've been down there. good spot. The fantastic, oh, they do those. Uh, Jolly's Boathouse on the Torrens. Okay, we're off again. There's a Mini and uh, it's a lovely old Mini and there's, it looks like a... Uh, looks like a uh, BMW CSI, uh, CSL. Six, uh, 635 CSL. What does the L mean? Long tail, is it? I think it is long tail, isn't it? I'm sure someone will be able to, to tell us about that. Yeah, well, um, so we're going to be having uh, dinner in tonight with the big ribeyes, and uh, they are massive, and um, I can tell you now that they came out absolutely beautifully on the barbecue the other night. They, they were at least at least three or four centimetres thick. Um, well, to give you an idea, the, 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 the six steaks were four kilos and cost $88. I reckon that's a pretty good deal. And we put them on the barbecue and turned them once, only ever turn your steak once. And as soon as a bit of uh, blood came through, then that was um, medium rare. And, and we flipped them over and there were three medium rares and, uh, and two well done. Don't cut the steak either to check it out um, because that generally ends up letting the juice out the best way to really do it is to is to um, you know get a, a tongs and sort of just press gently touch them like that you know uh, sometimes you put your, your your steak on the barbecue and it smokes you can get around that by uh, having a little bit of um, oil on the steak and make sure you know that if you are doing it on a pan make sure the pan is, is absolutely hot uh, the first side is always going to take longer than the uh, second side so so don't be afraid but don't turn them too much Definitely not. That's absolutely verboten. And uh, it was just unfortunate that you had to do two well done's, I think, because, you know, that's sacrilege, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, if you were to, to go in, into a hot sauna and then jump into a swimming pool, well, you'd, you'd know, you know, you wouldn't like it or vice versa. So when you take the steak off, wrap it in foil and uh, let it relax for three to five minutes and it just sort of, ah, just sort of rests itself gets all the juices back and uh, releases the full flavour. Another little bit of um, uh, news which isn't specifically classic Adelaide is, uh, is our, our friend Paul Ryan who uh, works for Multimatic has um, got a new gig and uh, he will be uh, looking after, can you believe it, the, uh, the, 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 the Panos organisation. <laughs> who are those guys?
Pezza. Uh, we've just gone through the Charleston pub. How good's that? Uh, fantastic. Imagine just sitting there all day watching the cars go by. What a great life. It is a good spot. Then this is uh, down the road here. We'll get back to that thing about Paul. Um, yeah, Paul is going to be looking after the uh, Esperante uh, GT car, which will be run throughout the American Le Mans series and uh, and um, Le Mans 24 hour. And uh, Don Panos and, and his son Danny, who runs Panos Autos, has basically uh, realised or decided that to move up to the next level with this um, this this car, uh, that they really need to outsource it. And Multimatic uh, by uh, with Larry Tate. <laughs> I always go. Sorry, I always go down the bewitched part. Um, has always done a sterling job, and uh, for many years has been involved with um, Panos organisation in that car. And, and finally, they they, they are realising that they um, they need to, to 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 go car racing with a car that they also sell as a road car. There's no point really infusing heritage into a road car brand when you don't have something that represents it. Absolutely not. I think it's a great move on their behalf. They've been talking about it for a little while, I believe. Um, but to actually finally go ahead and do it, if they can get the thing moving, and Multimatic have got a great history of uh, being able to do exactly that. Uh, they've had a great year this year with the Ford Mustang series. Um, I think it's going to uh, be a very interesting little car to watch. And uh, speaking of watching, it, 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 as, as fate might have it, um, with um, Alan getting involved with the Japanese, or rather Cooper's involved with the Japanese GT series, uh, it looks like uh, Paul will be looking after someone in the um, uh, in the Japanese GT series too. And it would be very funny if there we were down one end of the, the, the pits at Sugo and Paul's up the other end and we're trying to out-media each other because we definitely would be. <laughs> that goes without saying. Um, it'd be a media of jewel of the century. It's only fair to give Paul credit. He's uh, been um, a real, a real uh, expert in that area, and I have to thank him that really he he has dragged both of us into this game, and and, and he's you know the, the the few years at Panos with him it definitely uh, it's been a I've, I've learned a great deal, and I, I have to say thank you to to Paul for that. Well, we know he'll be listening, so you have to thank him, don't you? But seriously, no, Paul's been great. But what does he do all day? Well, we've never been able to work that out. He goes, up a, he goes up an octave a bit. He does. He definitely, when, when he's animated, he's uh, even up two octaves. Oh, I like that. That's it. <laughs> and what about that guy who grows the... Oh, no, I think supports that effect. Look at that. We could nip in there and find out about Jesus. We could too. We just passed the Lutheran church in wherever we are now. <laughs> okay, we've got a nice red Mini Cooper S uh, in, in front. Uh, it's, uh, it's a small little thing, isn't it? Did they all, were they all like that with a white roof? Well, that's the most famous style, is the, is the colour with the contrasting white roof, yes. You, you often used to see British racing green with a white roof, red with a white roof, and occasionally you'd see that real orangey, chromey yellow with a white roof. So, uh, lovely to look at, and uh, a hot brick indeed. There's some uh, famous horse races that come, uh, happen just around this uh, neck of the W, don't they? They do indeed. We have the uh, the big Easter Carnival Oakbank, uh, which is the next town after... I think we're in Woodside now. So the next town is actually Oakbank. We're on our way to Loberthorpe. Saturday morning and uh, there's all sorts of stalls and, 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 and markets. You know, last time we came past here at the Bedford Hotel, I said we've got to go to these markets and uh, we haven't and we're going to be doing exactly the same thing in a minute and we won't come back. That's right, and we'll say, well, we should really go to these markets, and but, you know, never mind. We'll get back one day. The, the dogs is hanging out the window, waving at the crowd. 
balloons are out there. Oh, and there's, uh, there's the market. And, oh, lots of plants and uh, flowers for sale. If you're a planty, flowery person. No, it is a, a really lovely place up here in the Adelaide Hills. Uh, if you come to Adelaide and you were to drive out, say, towards Malawa, you would get completely the wrong impression, or even to the Barossa. You really need to come to the hills, to, excuse me, to see uh, just uh, how lovely the place is. Well, that's true, but I mean, you can actually get to the Barossa through the hills anyway, which is the prettiest way to go there, rather than going straight down the main highway. Um, and then you get you get the best of both worlds. You get the beautiful Barossa Valley with all the vineyards spread out, and you get the lovely run up through the hills to get there. Uh, what do you reckon of a chance of a spot of rain here today, mate? <laughs> no, I think we're going to be sweet today. So it's going to rain? Yeah, probably. Every time I say it's not going to rain, it rains. Well, uh, at the Clipsal launch yesterday, we saw a, a review of the last seven years of the event, and uh, it was really interesting to sort of see it. It's funny how we've been, I think, to all but one of the events. Uh, the very first event was not called Clipsal 500, it was called the Sensational Adelaide 500, and then uh, the, the Gerard family, which were then the, uh, the sole owners of uh, Clipsal, uh, came on board, and it's, it's uh, Simon Gerard yesterday, it was, you could see the, the, the passion in in his in his in his uh, in his speech, uh, was very very proud to be involved with it. He was indeed, and he was even more proud when the two pretty girls escorted him off the stage. There were actually 22, I think we counted there, and the girls came out and showed off their uniforms uh, every year. It was uh, really really good, and uh, for those who. Um, there might be some photos on the website we'll probably put up next week when the launch shots come back, but um, uh, they're going to look really good uh, when they come into the event, the World Beater event. Yes, it's going to be a sensational uh, event, and they're, they're already the record sales, are, sorry, ticket sales are, are a record. They are indeed. Uh, they were saying at the launch yesterday that um, this time last year, uh, compared to this time this year, pre-ticket sales before the launch, um, they're up about, uh, of a quick mental calculation, about 12% I think this year. So uh, it's looking, uh, it's, it's amazing that you think that every year they beat their own record for attendance and uh, surely it's got a peak at some stage but every year it just keeps getting better and better. Yes, it certainly does, and um, I, I, I really feel that they, the event has, has really come of age in, 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 a, in, a, in, in, a, in a very, very positive way, and it's definitely um, you know, an event which can hold its, uh, hold its um, head up very high, and, and on a world stage, it's just it's right up there. Well, that's exactly the whole theme of this new campaign about you know the best race in the world, the best touring car race in the world. Uh, Murray Walker was out here for last year's event, and uh, you know there's a man who's been to racetracks all over the globe, and uh, he basically described it, the Classic Adelaide. Uh, sorry, Classic Adelaide. I'm getting confused with what we're doing now. Uh, the Clipsal 500 as the best touring car event in the world, and um, he's coming out again this year apparently to commentate. Yes, he is. He's coming out to commentate, uh, courtesy of uh, uh, Malaysian Airlines. And it was really interesting, wasn't it, to, 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 to go back in time. Because most people wouldn't realise that, that after the Formula One disappeared from here, it was, it was none other than Tony Cochran who um, had a bit of an idea that why wouldn't we run some, some, some V8s around here um, and uh, was introduced to, uh, to Roger Cook, uh, who's the chairman of the South Australian Motorsport Board, and together they, uh, obviously over a few reds, not a doubt an idea which which um, you know has uh, come to fruition, and, and, and Tony, being an old Adelaide boy, it's uh, it must be he must be very very proud of it. 
Oh, I would say that he'd be uh, absolutely stoked that the event's just gone so well and that, you know, it was it was really his idea of, well, how can we uh, come up with a series and uh, get back on the streets of Adelaide to replace the loss of the Grand Prix to Melbourne. And uh, quite frankly, I think that, that, you know, Adelaide's just great in terms of the way the whole city embraces the event. You go to Melbourne for the Grand Prix and it's just another event in a city that's full of events. Uh, whereas in Adelaide, the, the Clipsal 500 just takes over the whole town. Well, that'll have secured not only the 2007 website contract, but our hard cards for the Avesco series. Oh, I like to think so. <laughs> yes, you can't uh, you can't help but love it. it it's, it's more than really just a car race. It, it's really it's really a society thing, isn't it? I mean, it's, you know, people can go to these events and really not not see much about the car racing if they don't want to. It's just so many things going on. The bands, how, how good's the lineup? They've got uh, Silverchair on Friday night. I mean, that, that's a pretty hot band to get to come to do this. And yesterday we, uh, we had a little impromptu concert with uh, Jimmy Barnes and, and John Swan. And uh, who else? Uh, James Rain and um, the, the guy from Hunters and Collectors whose name I can never remember. Mark Seymour. There you go, I did remember it. And they were, they were, they were classic tracks. They were indeed. And they were, there's a big Aussie night on, the, and all those guys are playing together on the Sunday night. So the Sunday night concert after the race is going to be absolutely fantastic. And seeing our uh, the uh, world headquarters of Radio Hotlap are so close to the racetrack, we'll be able to sit in the backyard, have a on the with the barbie uh, fired up, and just hear it all just playing behind us. You will indeed. It is very handy to be able to be about 100 metres from the uh, the end of the the, the, the the Brabham Strait there at the racetrack. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm running out of things to say here. Oh, me too. <laughs> All right, well, we might uh, chat to you a little bit later on, or we'll call this episode 5.4, and uh, we'll come on with another one later on. Cheers. See you later.